Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Nick Egan Times. We have an awesome guest on this episode. We have Marcus White, who is a podcast host, writer, and avid sports fan living out of Atlanta, Georgia. Marcus's goal with his podcast is to help provide a non-biased, hilarious, and insightful view into the sporting world. You can tune into the What It Do, the sports podcast comes out each and every Tuesday. Marcus, welcome, and thanks for coming on to my podcast. Man, thank you so much for having me on. Pleasure. How's it all going over there? It's going well. Um, you know, with COVID and everything, I live in Georgia, which is, uh, you know, a southern, more conservative state uh, over here in the U.S. So things aren't as restricted as you may see, like, in the New York and Californias of the world. So it hasn't been that bad, actually. So you've been able to go out and do stuff regularly? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Um, and how have you dealt with the pandemic and COVID, just generally speaking, since it obviously hit over there? Yeah, to be honest, that's one of the reasons that I finally kind of dove into podcasting, just kind of having that time, you know, those idle hands, uh, idle mind, just finding something to pour my um, pour my time into. Uh, so doing that, you know, spending more time with the family has always been good. Um, I have two kids, so being able to spend more time with them has definitely been good. So yeah, just trying to expand my horizons as much as possible during this time. Yeah, I'm very similar to you with obviously the pandemic and starting it up as well. So yeah, I can definitely relate to you on that. All right, um, let's just jump straight into it. For the listeners, who is Marcus White? So Marcus White, um, a father first and foremost. Uh, secondly, uh, I am a dedicated uh, podcast host, you know, being able to pour my energy into that. Uh, but just a young kid came up, uh, grew up in Chicago, uh, on the west side of Chicago. Not the best area, but I would say that it helped kind of form my perspective of the world today, uh, which has benefited me. Um, but yeah, just, you know, father, first and foremost, podcast host, avid reader, um, avid sports fan, you know, anything sports, anything from, you know, American football, basketball, uh, soccer, um, rugby, um, anything, you know, anything like that, that I can turn my attention to. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about. So yeah, I, I think that would be that would describe me in the next deal. That's amazing. All right, let's go back. Talk about obviously where you touched on. You grew up. Um, how did it all begin, and how was life, generally speaking, growing up for you? Um, it, life was a bit tough. I, you know, just being honest. Uh, growing up, like I said, on the west side of Chicago. Um, you know, for. If you watch the news over here, you'll see Chicago pop up, you know, at least two, three times a week, just talking about the murder raid and how it's been the murder capital, you know, of the country for some time now. Um, and I always like to say, you know, it's been that way for a long time. The cameras are just now arriving. Um, so I was, you know, had two older brothers, single mom, uh, father was incarcerated. So just working to always find a way, that was always my mentality was to be able to get out of Chicago um, and find a way personally to take care of my mom, make sure she was she was taken care of and had everything she didn't have uh, and she wouldn't have to struggle like I saw her struggle. So once uh, I hit about 11 or 12, my mom, you know, scraped together some change, you know, scraped together some money and we moved down to Georgia. Um, and things were rough in the beginning because, you know, check to check would have been a benefit, you know, for my parents at that time. If they could live check to check, it was much worse than that. But eventually, uh, we were able to make it through, and, you know, now I'm 32 years old, and I've been able to find success in, in personally and professionally, and 
Um, you know, my mom has been able to go on and remarry and enjoy her life. And my brothers have gone on to do good things. So for me, I'm at the point now where I can look back on my time growing up and reflect on it and take lessons from it, but not allow it to define me at all and take those experiences and pull them into new ventures like podcasting and take those examples and use them as I parent my children and, and um, you know, just use it in day to day. That's really insightful and, yeah, quite inspirational, obviously. So thanks for the context of that. That's great. Um, have you done much traveling within the United States or internationally at all? So I have traveled. Um, I've only gone out of the States once. Uh, my stepdad is actually from Puerto Rico, so we all went over there for a trip. But definitely within the United States, um, I love to get out of town as much as I can. Personally, I love Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is a mm, what I would call probably – it's a new Mecca uh, to a large degree, whether it be entertainment, um, whether it be sports, a lot, whether it be music, a lot of things start and end here in Atlanta. But when I do get the opportunity to leave, you know, I love uh, traveling in the South, whether it be Louisiana, you get some amazing food there, whether it be Florida, you get the sun, you get the beaches, or across the country to places like LA, where you get a different understanding of culture, you see how people live differently. Um, and then, of course, we have, you know, the central United States, places like Denver, places like Utah. Uh, so being able to, to, you know, broaden those horizons and, and get out of, you know, where you are, I think is, is pretty important. Uh, terrific. How is Puerto Rico? I've never been there. So how's that like? What's it like? Puerto Rico is beautiful. It's like, it, I don't know how this, so like California, how they say it's always sunny. Puerto Rico is like that, but on a different level, just because the sun is always shining, but the entire island gets the breeze off of the ocean. So it's just, it's, it's constant sunshine, constant beauty. And if I must say so myself, the, the native women are, are beautiful. <laughs> For sure, that's what's up. Um, yeah. So what school did you attend in Chicago? And uh, have you studied? Have you gone further in that aspect? or? Yeah, so Chicago, I knocked out, you know, uh, my elementary school and, you know, began middle school, junior high. And then coming down to Georgia was where I really kind of locked in and to a large degree was able to kind of define myself. Um, you know, I met a lot of my lifelong friends that I still have now. And then once I left high school, I went to Georgia Southern University, which is a smaller college. Well, it was a smaller college when I went, kind of the little brother to uh, the University of Georgia or the little cousin to the University of Georgia. I uh, went there and majored in sports management. Um, eventually I wanted to be a sports agent. That was my original goal. Yeah. And then I realized there would be a couple of years of law school involved, you know, contract law, entertainment law. So I decided to switch it up. Um, I did journalism in high school. So I always had a passion for writing. Um, and then getting down there, sports management was more of the business side of it, you know, selling ad space and things like that. So it was good to, to get a, get a glimpse of that world. Um, but I eventually left with my sports management degree, came home, um, and did not work in that field at all. Um, I actually, my most recent uh, job was in financial tech, um, and I worked there for, I worked in financial tech for about five years, but slowly started to burn me out, and then that kind of coincided with the pandemic, and I figured, hey, now is a better time than any to kind of chase my dreams of, of really diving into the sports world. Awesome. Tell me about your podcast that you've launched, what it do. Um, and yeah, give it, elaborate and give us some context, please. Yeah, definitely. So 
you're starting with the title uh, here in Atlanta, you'll often hear somebody say like, what it do? And that's like saying, hey, or hello, or how you doing? Um, so that's, that was kind of the inspiration behind the name. And I always knew I wanted to do something with sports. Um, so for me, it was going into it, finding a way to convey my particular opinion about a specific event, uh, whether it be a trade or whatever the case may be. And I was constantly, I actually had the idea originally like way back in 2016, but I think I overcomplicated it. And I think one thing I definitely want to convey about somebody, whether it be chasing the podcast dream or any dream that you have, you can start simple if you want to and get the ball rolling. I started with my iPhone, a live mic that I got for like 20 bucks on Amazon. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this first episode and go from there. And since then, I've built it in terms of equipment. Um, I actually have, you know, I'm going to be having one of my first guests soon, who was a uh, popular college football running back. Um, and then I was able to bring in other people into the fold, whether it be uh, I have my brother and another one of my friends that, that have their own segment on the show uh, each and every week. So it's, it's, your, it's sports, it's sports, it's debate. Uh, you're definitely going to get some laughs throughout it. And then you're always going to get some insight um, from me personally, just some of my insight, uh, whether it be on a specific topic or a wide array. But I do like every episode to zero in on one topic and just give you kind of a long form uh, breakdown from my, my point of view. Exciting. What is your favorite sport? Football and specifically college football. Okay, cool. Uh, do you have a favorite team? Yes, sir. Alabama. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll, Tide, roll. <laughs> cool. Uh, and um, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl and why? So I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there are a couple of reasons, personally. You know, I know So Tom Brady, and it'll be interesting to get your perspective as well, just in terms of Tom's Tom Brady's gravitas around the world. Um, you know, and... For, for American football fans, he is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. You know, six championships, especially in football, that's something difficult to attain. But I think Patrick Mahomes, who's the quarterback for the Chiefs, is coming in young, hungry. And one of the questions that's been floated around is, if he loses this game to Patrick Mahomes, if um, Patrick Mahomes loses to Tom Brady, will he ever be able to catch and surpass his legacy? So I think he's going to take Patrick Mahomes is going to take that mindset into the game, have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, and then one of his coaches who everybody thought should have gotten a coach, a head coaching job this year did not. So I think they're going to come in angry. I think they're going to come in ready to prove a point. And I'm going to take the chiefs to win in this one. I'm going to take it 42 to 21. That's a big margin um, for a football game, especially the Super Bowl. But I think that, you know, that, that anger, that, that little bit of frustration that the Chiefs has, the Chiefs has is going to play out on the field. Yeah, I agree. And it's the new bull versus the old bull, you know, and it's going to be whoever comes up is going to be the one that can handle the pressure. And I personally believe Tom Brady's got that experience. You know, he can he can also do some big things on the field. So it's, I'm really excited to and looking forward to watching it. Um, let's talk NBA. Who do you think is going to win the championship this year? Mm, so, well, being from Chicago, I'm a Michael Jordan homer all day. I'll be the first to admit that. Like, to, for me, nobody will be able to pass Michael Jordan. But with that being said, I do see LeBron and the Lakers taking the championship this year. Um, I know the Brooklyn Nets have this kind of three-headed monster with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. But with that being said, if you watch them – so taking a look at some of their statistics, 
offensively, they're on pace to be the greatest offensive team in NBA history. Defensively, they're on pace to be the worst defensive team in NBA history. And what happens when you have huge stars like that is that they eat up a lot of cap space. So those guys on the bench, those guys backing them up tend to be lower tier players, just kind of bodies that they have on the on the on the court and on the team. LeBron, they have a they have a murderer's row, whether it be their starting lineup, whether it be their bench. So I'm I, I plan on seeing these two teams, the Nets and the Lakers, in the championship, but I think the Lakers are gonna take it to go back to back. Cool. Um and what other sports? So you obviously touched on that you're a big fan of every other sport. Um, who do you like? Talking about rugby, you said you like rugby. So I really got into rugby a couple of years ago. Um, not really any specific players, but it was the All Blacks. Um, yeah. uh, there was a documentary series or something on Amazon. I'd always kind of seen rugby, like a better term, kind of out the corner of my eye, and always thought, you know, it's that predecessor to football, and there has to be some level of extreme toughness there to be doing that with no pads on. Um, but yeah, definitely. Once I was able to get an inside view into the rugby kind of culture, and then see the All Blacks and kind of how they hold that title as being one of these dominant franchises, dominant organizations, uh, I definitely became a fan of them. Yeah, they got the in regards to sports worldwide. They got the biggest winning percentage, I believe, for uh, winning games. It's just like over ninety-eight or ninety-seven percent winning record. It's just crazy. It's amazing, and they're yeah. so professional. <clears throat> Um, yeah, dominance in sports. Uh, I, I know people love to talk about the underdog, but we, we really don't like the underdog. For sure. Um, what are your passions and hobbies outside of obviously doing this? Yeah, so for me, uh, of course, like I said, first and foremost, I'm a dad. I have a seven year old and an 18 month old. Um, so running behind them, you know, my daughter's getting into karate and jitsu and things like that now. So Anytime she's passionate about something, I try to show that same passion. As crazy as it may make, as crazy it may, ah, as crazy as it may make me look. Um, but outside of that, personally, I love to golf. Um, I'm not a good golfer by any means, but you know, I love to get out there and kind of chase that ball around. Um, love to play basketball with my friends. You know, pick up games anytime we get the opportunity. Um, I love to write. Uh, again, that's that's one of my passions, definitely. Uh, I would love to eventually uh, get the opportunity to do more long-form writing, whether it be articles or whatever the case may be. And honestly, uh, I, I'm I'm really looking to just continue to drive the podcast business. Um, I mentioned on my last episode that I'm actually going to be starting a show with my daughter called What It Do Kids. Um, just a family-friendly listen, probably about 30 to 40 minutes every week. Just help parents, kids, give them something to listen to together and kind of navigate the pandemic. So just continuing to delve into this podcasting world. You know, I am a newbie to say the least. Uh, so just kind of soaking up as much as I can. That's excellent. Um, yeah, respect for everything that you're doing. Um, if you were 18 again and you had your time over again, would you change or do anything differently or what would you do differently? For me personally, I would definitely, um, I know a lot of people, at first off, you know, you think about your upbringing. Um, but for me, I think I didn't allow my upbringing to define me, but it gave me so many valuable lessons. So I wouldn't change that um, for the world. Uh, if I had the opportunity, I definitely would have found a way to get into the sports world sooner. Um, I was kind of in that middle generation. Like I, social media hit as I was leaving high school and going into college. So 
if I had the opportunity to be around social media from, you know, elementary school to middle school, I definitely think it would have been easier to dive into the sports world. But even with that being said, there's always a way, you know, that's not an excuse for me not doing it earlier. Um, but that's one thing I would have changed. I would have found a way, if, even if it was being a ball boy for a basketball team or chasing footballs around for a football team, whatever I could have done to get into the sports world sooner, that's the one thing I would have changed. Amazing. Um, not getting too political here, but in your opinion, where do you see, obviously with all the changes and everything's happened, where do you see the United States generally positioned moving forward and going into the future? Uh, that is interesting. Uh, I am... Uh, I tend to be personally, I'm, you know, I love you. I wouldn't be able to do what I do or what, where I've come. I wouldn't be able to come from where I come from in any other country. I feel like Um, just with the opportunity that I've been given, but I do think that, you know, with leadership transitioning in the country, it'll be an opportunity for us to hopefully kind of mend the fence. Things are heated on both sides, but I think one thing that, you know, the last president did was he fed off of that division. Um, he kind of, that's what kind of drove him, you know, his, and that's what kind of drove his base. Um, but I think the new president, while without getting into policy or anything like that, my hope is that he works to bring people together. Um, and on the world stage, I hope that we can kind of retain or, or return to prominence just because I feel like the last four years, uh, was an opportunity for, for, you know, people around the world to kind of get there for lack of a better term, comeuppance against the United States, you know? especially with everything that happened with, you know, the storming of the Capitol, those are things that we looked at and we only saw in other countries. Um, So I think it was something, I think the past four years have been humbling for the United States, but I think it's something that we needed to happen. Terrific. And that's, yeah, that's great insights into your opinion. Um, Marcus, thank you for joining my podcast. Um, I do appreciate it. I wish you all the best and success with your current podcast and the one you're talking about with your daughter. And yeah, man, I wish you all the best in 2021. Definitely, definitely, Nick. It's been a pleasure. Again, thank you so much for reaching out. Um, I've gone through uh, your your entire catalog for your podcast, and you do an amazing job with your interviews. Uh, so kudos to you, sir. And it looks like we neither one of us have been doing it for that long. So, you know, keep going, keep pushing. I'll do the same. And, you know, I'm, hopefully we'll see each other at the top of the apple chart. So. For sure, man. We'll just keep grinding away and get there. You got it, sir. You got it. Take care. All right, you do the same.